This is the Final Fantasy Entertainment and Podcast Network Final Fan TV. And now your host, the warrior of hype, Daniel. What's up everybody and welcome. We're talking about the Gold Saucer and Rebirth today. I have none other than the Evil Dragon King Valvados with me right now. What's up man? How you doing? I'm doing great. Thanks so much for having me on here. Oh man, it's great to it's great to be back. It's been like maybe a month and a half, two months since I've done a podcast, and uh, yeah, I feel like a little rusty right now. But we're, we're gonna jump right into it. Um, we're talking Gold Saucer, like I said. We're gonna talk about what we think is going to change, what we think could improve, and maybe things that stay the same. We're talking the date. We're talking the Dio. We're talking the Dine, and the mini games. This is going to be a fun show because the Gold Saucer is really fun. You know what I mean? We got a lot of fun things to talk about, King Valvados. So, now, I understand, man, like, this guy right here, King Valvados, in the comments here on Final Fan TV, just like you guys, just like you in the chat, just like you in the comments, I read every single one of them. I appreciate everything that you guys write there. You take, a, you take time out of your day to to give to us and that is the greatest thing you can give us so i wanted to feature you man i love your thoughts i love your your passion for the game uh tell us a little bit about yourself and we can dive right into the story and what we think you know let's cover the story first of gold saucer yeah man i i appreciate it i i uh, have been following you from pretty much the start and uh it's been really cool to see all the stuff you've been able to accomplish and the people you've had on your show and it's it's kind of an honor actually to be uh, along on the list of the names like john pantley and sakaguchi that you've had on here yes. so and i'd like to thank uh vinnie the faraga fighter um for going off to be a hero uh, so that i could come on here place. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so. man uh, big shout out to vinnie of course i miss you man uh, but yeah, we would have you on anyway. Either way, man, I was I was been excited about having you on the show because man, you have some good thoughts. So let me know. Let me know what you think about Gold Saucer. Okay, so I, I'm I'm anxious about Gold Saucer. Okay, right? and the reason is I love it so much. It's where I got my name from, King Valvados, right? Yeah. It's, it's the dragon, the evil dragon king in the play in the Gold Saucer. When I was like 12, 100 years ago. Um, I thought I was pretty clever for uh, making that deep pull from Final Fantasy. But I kept it ever since, like, you know, 20 years now I've had that <laughs> name. It's a great but, name. <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I love the Gold Saucer so much. but And that's why I'm kind of I'm kind of anxious about it, because in the remake, the part one, right? The scene I was looking forward to the most was Nova Blood Trail scene, right? Mm -hmm. And when it actually happened it was so changed around i was like actually heartbroken about yeah. it like for a couple of days and kind of like because i was so like my expectations were up here about what i thought it was going to be and it didn't it didn't quite match up with my expectations right now that i've had time to process it i'm like well i get what they were doing i understand why they did what they did i'm still a little peeved about the purple goop but for the most part i get it but kind of now going into this like oh there's so many scenes like in the gold saucer that i can't wait to see but i'm a little worried they might not mm -hmm. like exist anymore right because like especially now that the whispers are dead we right we think <laughs> yeah so yeah i'm that, a little i'm a little anxious that's a really good point i mean um 
I, I'm right there with you. In fact, like the I have I share the same sentiments about that blood trail, man. Um, and it's weird because even with it's just so crazy. Like even with the whispers and all of the crazy nonsense and or not nonsense, but crazy stuff that happened in chapter 18 and and just really changed up to everything. I think yeah, man, the blood trails. I was like, what? That was my that was like the that was such an iconic moment, and we're gonna have a another moment like that. Not only on the uh, on the way to uh, Costa del Sol, like we're gonna have one there on the cargo ship. Maybe it, it'll be interesting to see how they handle that. And then there's another massacre. I mean, I'm telling you, like this game. I've always said that, and people people like kind of question me a little bit. But I'm like, Final Fantasy VII is a rated M game, like wrapped in a teen rating, like disguised, masquerading as a teen uh, rating, and. And they were able to get away with a lot of stuff back on the PS1. And I think Remake... Little, little blocky characters. Yeah, and Remake has proven that they, they can't. They just can't get away with that anymore. They had to change a lot of stuff. Um, and the tra uh, Blood Trails was one of them that just... Um, but yeah, I mean, like... And then we're also talking about, rather than it being Sephiroth massacre, massacring or Genova, there's going to be guns. Like, th these are bullet holes, right? Like So... so but we've also seen in remake that the bodies disappear like almost instantly. Uh, so will there be bodies laying around on the floor like when you walk in? How will the party know that there's been a massacre? Will, there has to be some like is it just going to be bullet holes in the walls? Like oh there was a massacre here, you know? Like but there's got to be bodies. There's got to be blood, right? Well, I think there's going to be blood now, right? I think mm. I think someone saw somewhere there's going to be blood in Rebirth, or at least in Intermission. Intermission right? did show a little space. bit. Yeah, yeah, a little yeah. bit. Yeah, they... I'm hoping they, they amp it up a little bit. I'm, I'm not even, like, big on blood and gore, but mm. it needs to set the scene and the mood, right? Yeah. And, yeah, but I that being said, like, I'm anxious about the Gold Saucer, but, but I'm, like, really stoked about the Gold Saucer, and I'm trying to keep my expectations low, so I'm not super disappointed when they ch completely change it, if they do, right? Mm. Um, but I'm just going to assume for the sake of discussion that they're, say they keep most of it, right? They don't change too much of it. Yeah. Um, when I think of the gold saucer, like, usually the first thing I think of is like, this is the theme park. Yeah. All theme parks, right? I can't think of a theme park in real world or in all <laughs> the fiction that, that like measures up to a gold saucer, right? Mm-hmm. And, and the setting is just like this like big old skyscraper mushroom tree, whatever it is, right? In the desert, it's got lights, it's got colors, the music just slaps. I love the gold oh, saucer yeah, theme. And like all the games, there's so such fun games and stuff. And that's usually what I think of when I think of the gold saucer, maybe the date scene. Mm. Uh, but I just, I just played it again, original. I just played it this week in preparation for this stream. And I realized like, wow, there's like some important plot moments. Mm -hmm happened in the gold saucer yeah on the first visit yeah right yeah the, the first yeah. visit is is loaded it's almost like the uh i was going to actually uh bring this up is like i think um i guess now is a good time to bring it up but i was i was going to say that uh i think this rebirth is going to follow the uh i don't know i'm not like i'm not really you know store i'm not a story writer but i feel like it's going to follow that roller coaster that storyline um that remake head so around chapter nine i believe you will we will be at the gold saucer just like in remake chapter nine was wall market 
and I have I'm going to draw a lot of comparisons here. Uh, I think Wall Market was the gold saucer of remake, and remake has took a lot of the original game and kind of crammed it in Midgar. Uh, a lot yeah. of like you maybe it was subconsciously and you just didn't notice it the first but they're basically the flow of the original game is is crammed into midgar and the wall market experience is the gold saucer experience um and you go Isn't there the, for ba the battle arena right yeah you got the yeah yep you got the battle arena you got the coliseum for wall market you have um so much other stuff going on it's like a, it's a really a mini game hub with the you know the squats the chin-ups and all that other stuff um so yeah i feel like it's going to follow the flow of remake and have around chapter nine will be the gold saucer but in rebirth obviously it's you go there and it's almost like the gold saucer is just a way to get you to the prison um it's you, i don't think you're going to go to the gold saucer in chapter nine and go play mini games i think it's going to be just like in well no i guess i can't say just like in wall market and remake but uh but yeah, so like basically you'll go there and go straight to the prison and you'll get a little taste of that gold saucer. You get a little taste of it. Like, oh, I can't wait to come back and play those mini games. The gold saucer looks freaking amazing, but I got thrown in prison and now I got to come back to it later, you know? Uh, and when you finally return to it around chapter 14, just like in Remake, uh, chapter 14, uh, you come back to Wall Market, and that's where Tifa can do her chin-ups and everything. And like, it's kind of like the, not the calm, the fun before the storm, I'll, I'll call it, for, for right. Remake. You have that fun before the storm, and I really do think Rebirth will do the same thing. And, you know, according to, like, how I have it chaptered out, uh, which I will make a video on this one day, so that way I can give you the full picture, but it falls perfectly. Like, almost too perfect to be chapter 14 gold saucer and then from there 15 temple of the Ancients, 16 bone village uh 17 forgotten capital and of course 18 left open for whatever the heck's gonna happen you know like we don't they're gonna change things but yeah i mean to come back in chapter 14 that's when we get to experience all those mini games that's when we get to experience the date um you know the like the date scene just like in chapter 14 the resolution uh, with with whoever you built up enough points with, right? So um, it it just all flows. So I feel like it's going to follow that flow, if that makes sense. You know, makes total sense. I, I hadn't even really thought about any of that. Um, so I'm glad you were you focused on that because that's that's pretty cool to see the parallels there. Mm -hmm. I mean, of course, it depends on when exactly they they're going to end rebirth, right? We're thinking Temple of the Agents, maybe. On capital, maybe. I'm thinking. Line, I'm maybe. thinking right up to the climax, the point that everybody's looking forward to, the point that this, the conversation about around rebirth will be, will she, won't she? You know what I mean? Um, I mean, hey, spo spoilers, I guess. I don't even need to say it. But there, I mean, this is an old game. You guys probably already know. But anyways, what I'm trying to say is like that'll be like the will she, won't she type thing, and that's going to be the climax. The 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 forgotten capital make that the penultimate chapter so chapter 17 and then we need to we need to figure out what's going to happen in in uh the next game uh whatever that's going to be called and chapter 18 will set that up i think uh whether or not she does and then we end up at the icicle inn and you know everything's cool like and maybe we'll start the third game with snowboarding down a hill that'd be freaking awesome uh, <laughs> but but yeah so like i think i feel like that's where we're going to end 
but a lot of people have said when the weapons rise up which i think is a great ending as well but yeah whatever the case mm -hmm. wherever they end it if if they do decide to have the same thing happen mm -hmm. her in the remake yeah um i think the gold saucer is the place to make that hurt oh yeah right? like the mm -hmm. the date if you have the date with her or even not mm -hmm. if, you, if you guys are just hanging i'm i think there's going to be so Here, many awesome... instead of dancing around it real quick man hey guys uh spoilers for 1997 final fantasy 7 <laughs> <laughs> uh from here on out if you don't want to get spoiled on the game yeah you got it you got you've been warned all right we can talk freely now <laughs> awesome. yeah so when they murder Aerith, yeah <laughs> um, it'll hurt that much more <laughs> If we have that like amazing gold oh, saucer experience with her, can right? you imagine, dude? Like, and you just replayed it recently. That date mm, scene today, yeah. Like, and I, me too. I was like, oh, let me just load up my save on the gold saucer and, and try it out. That date scene, when it's going to be remade, you know how beautiful that moment is going to be. Like with the fireworks, oh, so. the gondola ride, dude. That gondola ride is going to be so good. Um, mm. Like as I'm playing it, I was like. I can just picture kind of what they're going to do with it. like make this so uh, cinematic and and beautiful. So that part really does have me so excited. Uh, the date scene is one of the most. I mean, I'd say it's up there as one of the most iconic moments. I mean, that is such a really good thing. You got the play that's going to happen in the beginning with King Valvados, right? Yeah, I'm in that play, King yeah. Valvados. <laughs> Which is going to be um, fantastic, man. Like, to, so I feel like. And I don't know if they'll show the stage presentation like they did in um, in remake, where that during Cloud dancing on the stage, and they kind of showed from the audience perspective. And like in original, mm -hmm. they kind of showed it from the audience perspective, looking at the whole play. But I'm also kind of thinking they're probably going to take that play and make that even even better and funnier, and like you know, have a a, a really comedic moment, you know. That's what I noticed today when I was was playing through it again is how funny the Gold Saucer is. Yeah. Yeah, and, when you first get there, it's real serious because Barrett goes off the rails, and you're, oh, you're like, there's a massacre, like you said, and it's like, oh my god, did Barrett do this? I and wonder if can, they're gonna keep that. Really cool. Yeah, yeah, I hope so. And this is what I mentioned earlier: they could change everything, mm -hmm. and I'll be, I'll be sad. I'm gonna admit it. But, you know, I, I'm, I have faith, and I'm gonna enjoy whatever they do. But mm. hope they keep some of this stuff, right? But yeah, Barrett comes in there. He, he, think he's killing everybody, and that that could be it's just a super cool character moment with Barrett too, like before he goes off when he's just getting all angry because he just saw uh, the town all destroyed. Yeah. And then you see, and the characters are starting to question like, oh my God, did Barrett do this? Yeah. Is this really, you know? And I'd be ex super excited to see how people like Tifa would react to that. Mm -hmm. You know, because they're going to, if they give it the remake treatment where they expand everyone's dialogue and they really like, you know, make it more deep and flesh out these characters more i think there's some just awesome moments in the gold saucer yeah but it's more serious when you first get there and barrett goes off the rails and you think he's killing everyone then you go down to coral prison yeah i mean then you go the massacre then yeah coral prison like you literally walk in and see dead bodies all over the floor you have a, a the um one of the receptionists like cowering in a corner and then they lock you up and throw you in the jail like, like this is so serious in the first time yeah and there's the whole scene with what is it, Dine or Dean? Oh, I've always called him Dine. I've always called him Dine. Me too. I could be wrong. Me too. <laughs> yeah, the scene with Dine, that's like oh, super man. serious, right? Yeah, that's gonna like, be a, that's gonna be a that's gonna be a heart wrenching. 
performance. Yeah. I'm so excited to find out who voices Don uh, Dine, um, and then B- John Bentley is going to do a, a, incredible with that moment. That's going to be another deep moment for Barrett. Like, um, yeah, man, that's going to be so good. That Dine, obviously, his hand. You know, he talks about how his hands are stained. He just murdered like an entire city almost, and he talks about how he wants to keep murdering. He talks about how he wants to go back basic and kill his daughter so that way they can all be with their with his uh with their mom uh her her mom it's heavy yeah yeah and i mean i think i don't know how they're gonna do the dialogue there i really do hope they keep a lot of the adult stuff um Mm -hmm. like these very deep themes um i really do and it really does it mirrors barrett like i think that was the purpose of dying so Dine was to to mirror Barrett what could have been. Like Barrett could have taken a different path, or if he continues down the path he's going, he's going to end up like Dine. Um, and I think that's that was the whole purpose of this um, this moment with Dine, like to introduce him. Same thing happened to Dine. Dine took it in a similar direction about rising up and just taking down Shinra, um, mm. but he breaks. And Barrett still has heart, like he's, you know, and like he realizes in that moment he can't go that, he can't go down that road, and he's gonna end up like that. And I, I think it's just, I think it's just a great thing. And even Barrett goes, I, man, my hands are, you know, just as bloody as yours, you know, just as messy as yours. And and yeah, so that's that's gonna be good. They need to keep that right. very serious tone, like you're saying. I hope I hope they don't. I hope they keep some of this stuff, but yeah, the super serious when you first get there, mm-hmm. and you have these super dark, heavy moments with like dying and stuff. And then guess what? You go up and you ride <laughs> chocobo or cocobo. Yeah, say? then you have to. I would say chocobo. What would you got? Chocobo. Yeah, right? chocobo. You ride the chocobo. It's like, how epic do you think they're going to make that chocobo racetrack and the race? I know, right? Come on, man. I, like, I played a little bit of Chocobo GP to get a kind of feel of, like, because they have a gold saucer track in there. I was like, I wonder if they would kind of go a little bit off of that. Um, but the thing is, is, I mean, they have to create the full model of the gold saucer. They have to go all out with that. Um, a fully realized gold saucer amusement park. And once you have that creation in the game engine building a track around that building a roller coaster around that building the gondola around that so basically it's just going to be an attraction like you get to go uh once you do the chocobo races you're racing on a chocobo and once you like you come outside and you just see the gold saucer around you and then you and then you maybe you go back in and you go through like the planetarium thing that they have at the end but like that's that's gonna be awesome you know what i mean like so Riding the like the chocobo races, I feel like though they're going to spend a lot of time on the mechanics of riding a chocobo, and it'll be better than the original to like get on to get on chocobo back and actually race rather than you know I think it was like holding the R two R one and like you know doing the cheat thing so you can keep your boost. Um, but I think it'll feel better on uh, maybe even like drifting or something. I don't even know. Like you can like freaking drift on a chocobo. Um, <laughs> But but yeah, like that would be. Uh, I think that's going to be really good. That they they have to spend time. We're going to talk about mini games soon, and a lot of the mini games, it's like yeah, they're not going to obviously spend a lot of time on a basketball mini game because it's not part of the the real game. 
But chocobos are going to be a very important part of the experience, and they're going to really have a refined control system for it. I'm really excited about chocobo racing. It's one of the things I feel safe being excited about, right? Like, I feel like no matter what crazy stuff they do now that the whispers are dead, mm -hmm. we're going to have chocobo racing. Yeah. Right? Yeah. They got it. We got to, man. If Come they on, don't, we're going to riot. Yeah. Can't take that away. That's a, that is a huge thing. And I, I've even talked about it in my um, uh, What to Expect Chocobo Farm video. And I was talking about, like, I think chocobo breeding is going to be a big part. Not only chocobo breeding, but like chocobo uh, customization. Like maybe you can roll up in there with your own custom chocobo uh, that you have by name, you know, like, and now it feels personal because you have your chocobo that you've equipped the saddle from first soldier. You take those assets that you get like, oh, I got a cool saddle, a cool whatever they that was called on the, on the chocobo's head, like a helmet type thing. And it's your chocobo, maybe different colors. Like, um, and yeah. I think um, I think they have potential to really make the Chocobo Racing the best mini game at the Gold Saucer, um, and something that you want to keep coming back to and returning to because you hopefully have to to get Knights of the Round and stuff like that. So, mm. um, but yeah, so like, I think I do. When you asked how how cool do you think the Chocobo Racing is going to be, I think I think that's one of the most exciting things about this. I think, yeah. We're going to be betting and gambling on them. Like, yeah, dude, that would be something. Like, <laughs> do some like like horse racing bets, <laughs> like horse derby. Oh man, yeah, that would be good. Uh, I actually have another idea that I'm going to come back to, but yeah. So you chocobo race immediately following that uh, really deep, heavy emotional scene. You chocobo race. You win a dune buggy afterwards, and then. That's not your first vehicle, because I think you get the, you get the tiny bron. No, no, you get this the first one. This is the first one you get. Uh, so this will be the first time you get a vehicle uh, if they keep that in rebirth. Um, okay. And from there on, we can like kind of fast forward so we can get back to the gold saucer. But you basically go find, uh, you go to Rocket Town. Uh, you get the, you know, where the Keystone is. It's back at the gold saucer. Let's go back. Um, so you go back to the you gold the saucer. That, yeah, at the rock, at Rocket Towns where you get the tiny Bronco, you come back, you find out where the Keystone is, you go back to Gold Saucer. Uh, and this time around, we're Chapter 14 of Rebirth. <laughs> I'm, I'm pushing it. Uh, it. You know, it's Chapter 14 of Rebirth. We come back. This is the calm before the storm. This is the fun before the storm. Because we're looking for the Keystone. It's, it's a good moment to have levity. It's not like... I mean, right after Rocket Town, maybe Wutai... And it, but that's not even that deep. That's not that heavy, that whole thing. Um, it will be a little more expansive in Rebirth, I say. But um, but yeah, like you have this moment of levity that you can have before, the, before you find out it's time to go to the Temple of the Ancients. And that's where things are going to go. You know, it's going to start building up to that climax again. Um, right. So yeah, I mean, this is a moment. And it's also part of the world exploration moment. Like, Chapter 14 should be where you can visit all the locations that you've been, um, save for the, you know, the northern continent. You shouldn't be there yet. Um, you can visit both continents, uh, go around, do some, do some side quests, go get your chocobos, maybe get a, a, you know, a mountain chocobo, river chocobo, not the gold chocobo yet. Yeah, you know, like we'll save that for part three. But you should be able to do all these things and then enjoy the gold saucer at your leisure.
I think that's what struck me today the most when I was playing through it again mm-hmm. was like how carefree, like you said, a moment of levity. It was mm-hmm. like so perfectly timed in the original mm-hmm. of, uh, of being able to just relax and kind of like enjoy the characters and like have fun and not worry too much about, you know, the end of the world. Yeah. And I, I'm, I'm so looking forward to that. And, and I, like I said earlier, the, one of the things that struck me is how funny it was. Mm-hmm. So. I, I went through all the date sequences. I didn't go through all of them. You know, I don't know. I didn't have You'd time have to, to play restart. the entire game. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I did the main one, Tifa. Hmm. That's what I do. And then uh, I went to YouTube and, and watched the rest. Mm-hmm. And I was, even though I've, I've seen these like 100 times, you know, in the last 20 something years. Yeah. Uh, I was laughing out loud at Barrett, the Barrett date scene. <laughs> That's got to be an option too. It will be. Yeah, it will be. The Yuffie date scene. Oh my god! Laughing out loud <laughs> when they're in the gondola, right? Yeah. And she like plants a kiss on him, and and she's like, "Say something," you know. She's like so nervous and, and flustered about it. It's it's hilarious. <laughs> I don't know how they're gonna handle. I Yuffie, don't know though. if they're gonna do it. Yeah, you know, yeah. like up until like. I don't know, it was a few years ago. But I went a long time without even knowing you could take Yuffie. <laughs> like, I didn't even know that was an option. Uh, so that was kind of interesting. Um, I don't know if they'll keep that. Uh, I mean, I don't think they're... Uh, I don't know. We'll, they'll see how it's they easy, do it. It's easier to get away with with the polygons. Yeah. And, um, and, and I don't know what the what the the culture is in Japan. And yeah. then, like, what the, 16, what the age of consent is. She's, like, that. 16, right? I think she's 16. Yeah. Uh, he's Cloud's, like 21. Cloud's 21. It's not that big of an age gap, but she's underage. That's like that's the big thing. Right. <laughs> oh, but other than that, in the, here in the West, anyway. It's yeah. Cool. <laughs> yeah. But, um, yeah. So I'm curious how they'll handle that. I I hope they keep it kind of because it was so funny. I was just laughing the whole time. Mm-hmm. But it would have yeah. to be delicate, kind of how they were with the uh, with the um, out. Uh, in wall market oh, cross-dressing yeah. clown mm-hmm. did a good job of that right it's mm-hmm. kind of a they had an opportunity or they had space to really screw that up and i think they did a good job with it um same with the yuffie date, and even the barrett date scene i think i feel like there's there's room there for them to to uh mess it mess it up but i hope they can do it and i hope they keep it and i hope they can do it right because i was laughing out loud down in here in my basement all by myself watching that uh <laughs> watching that scene and you can there. during the uh during the date you're even given the option it's like kiss the princess kiss the dragon kiss the king like, <laughs> <it's> like <laughs> they gotta keep these things for the for rebirth man oh man <laughs> that would be that yeah it's just it's such a great moment to have some fun with it um and like in the in the really cool thing is that gondolo moment actually does have some really good character development like a really good mm-hmm. character moment like character interactions obviously the yuffie one is just meant for comedy um mm-hmm. but like Aerith and tifa both have a really heartfelt moment with cloud there like and like just kind of like how we had with uh with remake there's a very heartfelt moment with with both of them um and like I'm trying, I'm, I was actually thinking on the spot right now, but it seemed like almost the roles were reversed, but I guess not. Um, but with the, uh, with the original game, Tifa's with Cloud and obviously has something she wants to say from the heart. And she, mm-hmm. she wants to say it to Cloud. I, I guess, you know, she's like, timing is everything and all this other stuff. And she wants to say something to him. 
and then she's interrupted. And then after that, she's like, oh, no, nothing. I didn't have to, you know, it was nothing. It was nothing. And then Aerith, uh, she basically is like, you know, I want to get to know the real you. Like, I want to, you know, I, not not who you have, this facade almost, right? Um, she wants to get to know the real Cloud. She's, I guess, basically fallen in love with the real Cloud rather than being reminded of somebody she used to know type thing. But it was like, it's it's a really, really heartfelt moments between both of them. And then you have the most heartfelt of them all, Barrett and Cloud together. Like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> that one, That one's going to be great, too. That's gonna be fantastic because they they showed that they're going to do it. I feel like because they did it in remake where you can have a resolution with Barrett. I think they're going to do it in Gold Saucer. Uh, I hope and I hope they keep the the humor, the bromance there, man. Yeah, he was he, so weird. He's like he's like Cloud, shut up, man. Don't make it weird, you know. Yeah, don't make it weird, man. <laughs> Why are we riding on, this gondola together? <laughs> it's gonna be great. I, yeah, that I bromance. <laughs> I also wonder if you know. I hope they keep Yuffie, but maybe not because of aforementioned yeah. issues. Could work. But maybe they add in it. Oh my god, dude! Or, what? <laughs> right? What a what a uh, what a gondola ride that would be. That'd be yeah. that'd be hilarious. He he was falling asleep in the hotel though. He did. <laughs> he's not gonna make it. Sounds like another thing. Like like Vincent goes up is like, hey, we should we should probably get back to the rooms and stuff like that. And like Sid is just. <laughs> just falling asleep during the like where Cloud's trying to explain everything that's happening and Sid's just sleeping. Um but yeah, like it's there's a there's there's potential here to really make some funny moments in Rebirth because it's going to get very, very serious right after that. Um but yeah, like so as far as as far as the story goes, that's the end of oh no it's not. I'm sorry. Right after the date Right after the gondola scene, you're, you're making your way back into the station, and there's Kate Sith. Uh, as, you know, you just met Kate or, Sith. We, we kind of skipped over that. Kachi. <laughs> Kachi, yes. Kachi. Um, Where his name is. <laughs> I, hope somebody, I <laughs> hope somebody calls him Kate Sith in the game. It's, like, it's Kachi, you know? Like, like, <laughs> like, I, want to, like I want him to get, like, corrected. Um, Literally for 25 years, I just I, I keep everyone else's name now, but I always change his to Doofus. Doofus. <laughs> It's just, it's fit so well. Doofus. Yeah. <laughs> Insignificant. Hey, doof, Nobody cares. Yeah. Like, just all these names. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, like, and that's another character um, that I think Rebirth is going to absolutely nail. I don't, I think, I think it's going to be a surprise. I think it's going to be a surprise hit for a lot of people. Because uh, I think, uh, well, like I said, spoilers. But I think um, Reeve has um, more emotional... Uh, drive and remake already that I think they're going to kind of go with his um, his confliction like they're going to really showcase that uh, through Kate Sith or Kachi um, yeah I think they can really make him shine which is which is funny because a lot of people are going to laugh at me to say like oh yeah you're going to make Kachi uh, one of the best and I'm like you wait, wait and see uh, but anyways you meet, you meet him oh what's up see, I wonder if they're going to spoil it like hmm. if they, because in remake I noticed they kind of spoil a few things for mm -hmm. you. Um, like Ketchy, I wonder if they're going to, if you're gonna know who it is. Hope not. I hope mm. they keep it a mystery. I mean, most of us know. Yeah. For the new, for the new players and stuff. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. I'm just yeah. curious because there's a, there's a point where you like hate him, right? Oh yeah. Because he's like, I, this is he it. gives up the keystone. Yeah. 
and 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 then it's like bring us with bring me with you and clown's like yeah right i'm not gonna bring a spy and he's like well here's marlene right yeah he kidnaps like, marlene help, help. it's like i hate to resort yeah. to this <laughs> so you hate him right then you're like yeah. how dare you mm-hmm. kidnap marlene sweet little marlene yeah so we i hope they keep the his because we, we know reeve's a good guy mm-hmm. so yeah. i hope they keep that a secret still yeah i mean uh that, yeah, that will be interesting to see how that plays out. We've already seen Ketchy in one of the most confusing moments uh, where plate fall, and we just see this cat just banging on the uh, on the ground as a plate fall. Very serious moment. Uh, <laughs> but there's a cat. Like I can only imagine people who have never played the original before. Like what? So then is it just, they've it, already spoiled it then a little bit, right? Yeah, they. I mean, forgot at that point you have to imagine. If you're a new player, and anybody watching this, if you were brand new to Final Fantasy VII and you played Remake and you saw the cat bounding, pounding on the ground and, and in a very emotional state, just, no! Uh, did you go look that up? <laughs> Wait a second, who's this cat? I gotta know, I gotta know. And then you know that Reeve is Keiichi. Uh, so, I think I think it's kind of like the cat's out of the bag. <laughs> the pun. <laughs> see what you did there uh, you saw it um it could, it could I, I be that they just completely change it anyway right mm. i mean yeah, the way the possible. whispers are dead so maybe there won't be a catchy betrayal possible so like that, that that's the thing like when i'm making the what to expect videos i'm always just like and then again none of this could happen <laughs> like, <laughs> this entire video could be for nothing um yeah. but yeah so it was fun yeah uh, but yeah, he throws the keystone over to uh, Sung, and and they take off, and they head towards the Temple of the Ancients. And um, from that point on, it's kind of like you're 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 in for the you're on for the ride now for the the conclusion. I would say of Rebirth, uh, like it's it's literally the uh, the chapter fifteen, the day Midgar stood still. Like you're now you're heading to the final. You're heading toward the finale, um, and yeah, so it all kind of flows. Like I said. Uh, so that's the story. Skipped over one part. What's it? Skipped over actually getting the keystone. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, that was like uh, fast forward. We fast. We were like, yeah, yeah. We, you get the dune buggy, and then you go and you get the. You, it, oh no, you're but right. But it's in you're the right. gold saucer. Yeah, you're right. So, you're right. What's his name? Dio, right? Yes, we skipped Dio. Come on. Uh, how do we skip Dio? We skip Dio. <laughs> the speedo. Uh, Please keep awesome. it. Please. Yeah. Come on, guys. Yeah. Keep that, keep yeah, this I, whole humor, like all the humor. I always found it funny that there's just like a, um, a he has like this ancient keystone relic just like hanging in his showcase in the, in the gold saucer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm curious if they're going to keep that. I mean, look, man, uh, I, I mean, I hate to keep talking about the video, but nobody really was. I'm sure nobody's like, oh, Mithril Minds, I got to look that up. But hey, <laughs> I did it. I did a Mithril Minds video and I talked about, um, like I talked about how the the guy the weapon seller is I believe that he's he's got a really important story in in uh rebirth and I I think it's just crazy that I was doing this research on mithril mines is it's literally like two screens and then I made this video that was like 20 minutes long cuz I was like there's more to it guys um so the weapon seller he knows he has first of all like and that you watch the video if you want the whole context but like Basically, he has the uh, the Cetrin, um scripts that allow somebody to uh, make them invulnerable to all things magical and physical. It's Aerith's final limit break. 
It's the great gospel. He has that locked in a wall safe. He knows what it is. <laughs> and then he knows about the, 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 uh, the, ten, uh, the keystone. He knows the keystone. And he's like, oh, I sold that. Uh, it's like, I didn't want to sell it. I begrudgingly sold it or something like that. But the guy kind of had that uh, better not mess with him or better not say no vibe. And like, <laughs> so why did Dio want it? Why did he seek him out? I don't know. That's a good question. But the weapon seller is the is the main focus here for me. I'm like, this guy, he claims that it's all it's all bogus. Like when you talk to him, he's just like, hey, don't believe it, man. Like I told you not to believe it. It's a temple of the ancients. It's not real. But it's like, if you don't think it's real, then why do you have the great gospel in a wall safe? Why do you know about the keystone? And how do you know that there's like, I think the, I think he even knew about the key of the ancients. Like that was under the, in the submarine. Maybe, I don't know. But like, I'm like, dude, how do you know who all is this? Who this guy? Yeah, who are you? And I, I had like theorized, I was like, I don't, maybe he inherited that stuff. But, and like, he's like, maybe he, he inherited, but he, oh, and then he knows about destruction magic. He's like, oh, I know who he is. Oh, who is it, man? Genesis. Shit. <laughs> in disguise. The weapon sealer is Genesis. Always has been. Man. <laughs> that, yeah, it's Genesis. History solved. <laughs> but yeah, he also knew about ultimate destruction magic. He was like, oh, yeah, you know what? Come to think of it, the Temple of the Ancients is known to house the ultimate destruction magic, Black Materia. And it's like, dude, how do you know all this? Sus. <laughs> yeah. Super sus. Yeah. It's Genesis. It's it's Zach from the future. Zach to the future. Uh, <laughs> and and then you got uh, <laughs> the the guy sleeping in the cave. He needed mithril. Uh, so it, like he he knows that I, all that stuff is all connected. But he says he wakes up and he says, "Oh, I guess it was fate that I woke up and found you." And I'm like, "Bro, don't say that word, man." <laughs> nobody likes that word uh but anyways there we go so there's a <laughs> go watch that video everybody if you want some more of that um yeah but yeah we get we meet dio who is the who is this uh very rich person i guess he he runs the gold saucer possibly like he at least he runs the battle arena at that i think he might be the manager do we ever know that do we ever know that he if he owns the gold saucer yeah yeah do we ever I think find so that out? Yeah, I mean, like, I don't know for sure, but I, I always assumed he was the owner of the whole thing. Yeah, I assume that too. I assume, like, I assume he's very rich. He owns this amusement park, but he wanted the Keystone, um, and yeah, he locks it in his own personal office, so he's not putting it on display, at least not yet. Uh, so interesting, interesting question there. Why he would want that? I think remake or rebirth will probably address that in some way. Like, I don't think it's just going to be like. This is an opportunity for them to expand on the story. I really do think they would take advantage. Maybe they do something like the Shinra Mansion where it's like a... Or not the Shinra, sorry. The Shinra Museum where, like, maybe part of the Gold Saucer, there's a, uh, like, a museum area that you can walk through that have cool relics on display. And then he, he wanted the, the Keystone on there, I guess, well, as his main th isn't that Isn't that how it is? I, th I think you go to the battle arena mm -hmm. and you like go into this room and then it's up on this pedestal in this glass case. Yeah, I thought that was just his office. I assume that's his oh. office. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I don't. Th I didn't think it was like part of the gold saucer. Um, but yeah, maybe, maybe, 
maybe something like that where he has a lot of stuff on display and you can kind of walk through and like oh cool cool stuff like this is allegedly the you know ancients you know maybe he's a, like a collector of ancient artifacts and like you get to see cool ancient artifacts up there um on display that would be cool because we got a little bit of a history lesson with the shinra museum about shinra it'd be cool to get like a history museum about like somebody who collects ancients artifacts and maybe like Aerith can even make a comment and be like this is fake like like <laughs> like a lot of this stuff is fake um what is that that was like avengers what or which or what, thor one of the thor movies oh um yes yeah 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 <laughs> they're going through the relics and she's like fake fake yeah fake it's oh <laughs> uh, yeah um so that would be cool that'd be cool uh good question like that's a good point we got we get to know a little bit more about dio um and just make that super funny and entertaining um but we got to impress dio to to get his keystone um when you come back the second visit he's like hey since you guys you know did me a solid and like he he's really happy that dine died uh but like since you did me a solid you killed dine um you know i'll give you the keystone but you got to impress me you know, and then you go into the battle Enter arena. A battle arena. Yeah, you go into the battle arena and you fight a couple waves there. You're going to get like, I wonder if they'll add the status elements because they didn't do that with the Corneo Coliseum. Like you didn't get to like carry over into the next round, I don't think. Uh, but that's a, it's obviously when you want to think of the battle square, the battle uh, arena, I really just say revert back to corneo coliseum i think it's gonna have the same list of rounds versus whatever special round will be the the dio impression like make dio uh you know impress dio and that'll be the mission you can do that and somebody let's see i want to i like to i like to give credit we're gonna feature our first final fan all right so i like i like to do this this is gonna be something new i thought about it in the two weeks that we were off or two months that we were off and i was like hey you know what Let's feature some final fans. Uh, this one's coming from at, oh man, Kura Docs. Kura Docs. Uh, it says on Twitter, do you think we will have a specific race or explanation for these guys? Talk about the Hell Riders. Um, it's one of those, uh, it's like a dragon, uh, or I guess this one's a drake. It's like, a, it's like, a, cause they're on the, it's on all fours. And he's riding this thing. And I'm like, He's like, who's that guy? Who's who's the guy controlling him? Is it just going to be somebody from the Gold Saucer? Like, is it is it that simple? Like, it's just a it's just a Gold Saucer hell jockey, just you know, taming this beast, and now you have to fight him. He's a beast master. Um, or is there something more to it? Because you also have, uh, I think, in the Northern Caves, there's like somebody who rides a winged dragon. I'm like, who are these guys riding dragons? You know, I think that's a just, I think that's simply called Dragon Rider. I could be mistaken. But, like, who are these people? That's important. Like, yeah, are they Gi? Like, are they Gi tribe? What is this? Who, who are these people that are able to ride beasts? Um, so that's something because Hell Rider is one of the, I think he's the final boss in the battle square. There you go. Subtext says they're Targaryens, obviously. Targaryens. Please give the Hell Rider white hair, silver yeah. hair. That would be awesome. <laughs> just as a nod um but yeah so i mean final round of the battle square you fight the hell rider do you think we get a hell house style battle for this thing we better yeah i mean better have hell house i thought i i thought of a few other 
bosses that deserve the Hell House style. Um, I never really considered the Hell Rider, but I was like, the, there is an importance here. And it was the final round of the Battle Square in the original. And I'm like, but, I mean, what about, oh gosh, I'm drawing a blank on the name. The, 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 the freaking tank, rhinosaur, uh, rhino, rhinoceros tank. Tricera tank or whatever, Trice, yeah. Yeah, something like that. That's a Hell House style fight, if you ask Dude, me. Like, yeah, absolutely. Um, but yeah, so... I think that's something that's going to be exciting to to um, theorize about, to think about what is going to be the Hell House style event that happens in the Gold Saucer. And I believe that it will happen when you're trying to impress Dio. Like, I think that's the Dio thing, just like in Remake where you're uh, trying to impress the three and you have to fight Hell House and all that other stuff. So, yeah. Now I'm worried it's going to be too similar to, to remake. I know that's going to be a lot of echoing There's parallels. I think yeah, 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 a lot of parallels. I believe. Gonna force um, awakens it. Hopefully, hopefully not. Yeah, <laughs> they're going to force awakens. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, but they, but I think it's going to go obviously after chapter 15 or 16, it's going to go off the rails, like you know. And I don't think it'll be noticeable. But now that you've heard me talk about it, I think you're going to be like, it's going to be in your mind now, like wow. And I'm like, I'm assuming that I'm right. You know what I mean? I'm assuming that. Thanks a lot. Yeah. Thanks <laughs> a lot, Daniel. Yeah. You're be like, man, this is chapter nine of remake. What is? Because <laughs> <laughs> um, like, like, I even have it set up to like, oh, Junin will be chapter three because that's the hub. Because like in, in remake, you didn't get your hub wor uh, zone to do side quests until chapter three. You get to Junin around chapter three. Now you got a su hub side quest. Do your uh, stuff. You know, go save Mr. Dolphin. Uh, <laughs> something like that. Better. Yeah, for sure. Um, so there's so much to talk about there. Uh, we, I'd like to also go back to... Oh, man, I'm so sorry if I pronounce your name wrong. Uh, Ziavaldini Ciavaldini says that... Uh, yeah, I can't wait to see your video. I would love to see the ghost hotel. The ghost hotel in Rebirth, with mm. Tifa being scared, Aerith being excited, and all that other stuff. How are they going to handle that? And then, of course, uh, leaked, uh, or Lee KD93 from our Discord also writes in and says, uh, for me, the hotel. So this is two hotel. Pe people were excited about the hotel, which is something I didn't really consider, to be honest with you. Uh, but now that I think about it, I'm like, that's going to be pretty cool. And Lee, Love the hotel. Yeah, Lee says, especially after all the ghost stuff from uh, the train graveyard, I'm curious of what kind of crazy stuff will happen in the haunted hotel. I think it's the only place in the gold saucer that has its own music, right? Oh, everything a, else is the that's a good point. gold saucer theme. Mm -hmm. And then you get to the hotel and it's the creepy, like, da, 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 you know, mm -hmm. so yeah, I love the, the whole feel of that hotel. And then like, there's a guy that comes down. He's like hanging he's a, like, lot, a lot of jump scares. Place. Yeah. Hangman, yeah. Mr. Hangman, uh, is your, <laughs> Lightning going off outside the window. Yeah, <laughs> bum -ba! Like, like as, as Cloud is standing there looking, brooding out the window, and uh, Tifa or Aerith come in asking for a date, and you're just like, Dun -dun! the lightning shade. They have so many comedic moment opportunities here. <laughs> Better keep the the tombstone, like transportation. Oh you yeah, through, right. Like, the tombstone. You're like, yeah, yeah. There's so many. Like awesome. yeah, they, each each area had their own little. Uh, yeah, so or uh, to travel to different areas, they're a little hub, I guess. Yeah, they got to keep that. 
That's so cool, man. Yeah, the, I'm looking forward to the Haunted Hotel, too, guys. Um, that's going to be interesting on how they do that, jump scares and all. And uh, They also sit there, and they, they do have the whole party together. And I think, uh, I believe Barrett makes the comment, or Tifa or Aerith. Uh, make the comment about like, hey, we it's not all the time that we get the entire gang here together all in one room, which is actually kind of a, a cool moment in, in the original because you see the entire party, even Vincent, Yuffie, and Sid at this point. Like, we have the entire party together for the very first time. And that's a, uh, and you see them all on screen at one time, which is something that you didn't really see. Uh, and you see it right there in the Haunted Mansion. Or the haunted, the haunted hotel. So yeah, they have the opportunity there to do some, do some fun jump scares. Uh, because I believe the Shinra Mansion will probably bring in some, a little more of like a creepy vibe. Uh, but yeah, we you have an opportunity to do like maybe like even like old school uh, slasher film like type, you know, like that that old retro style horror. Uh, where it's just like, it, but also kind of funny at the same time. So, uh, that's going to be cool. Uh, let's see now. Boz Taylorson wrote in on our, uh, YouTube and says, comparing this to Walmart, it should be like comparing Vegas to Blackpool or Abu Dhabi to like, oh, he says something. I don't know. Did you booty? If I said that right? I don't know. Uh, expectations are high after <laughs> did, did you booty dude? Did you booty? Uh, <laughs> The expectations are high after remake. I hope to see everything. Now he's going to set. This is a beautiful segue, Boz. Thank you so much for the segue. Um, Boz says, "I hope to see everything. We should be playing Street Fighter Six in the arcade, and the Mog story should be a full PS One style RPG." This guy's got man. Boz has got some. He's got some lofty expectations, but I love it. Uh, also, would like to have uh, every like. He says every good game from prior Final Fantasy games. Uh, triple Triad, Blitzball, Fort Condor. Here's hoping. Now, Boz. Oh, you, yeah. you just got to be able to play the entirety of Final Fantasy VI in <laughs> the Gold Yeah, we just want the entire... <laughs> just put the entire... Okay. Yeah, at least put Final Fantasy One in there. Just like, just put the... It's not even that many megabytes. Just put it in, in, the, in the emulation in the game. Let's do it. You can play all of Final Fantasy One. <laughs> Uh, I mean, like, to be honest, it would be cool if one of these games, and Mog Story would be a cool uh, idea to have that PS1-style RPG, to kind of riff off of that a little bit. I don't think it would be a full-on, like, 30-hour experience, but, like, um, even though that's what it felt like in the original game. <laughs> but, uh, but, yeah, I mean, like, it would be cool to have a little callback to some turn-based combat like so you get you get in there and you get like little turn-based combat you get top-down exploration um and it's just like a little uh, an homage to the like, original final fantasy 7 within mog house or mog story and that'd be cool i'd like that you know great i'm i'm starting to worry now just like are, are they gonna be able to fit all this stuff hmm. see now we're talking like so when we get the when we get into the mini game section this is where this is where I believe that they will be able to fit it. They they absolutely have to have mini games. They have to nail it. And if you think back on it, they have already got G bike. Only thing they have to do is take the mechanics, the the entire thing that they've worked on from remake, and maybe switch up the stage a little bit. 
maybe you're not riding down the Midgar Expressway. Uh, maybe they can switch it up a little bit. Maybe you can, or maybe it is the Midgar Expressway, but it's, it's going to be interesting on how they spin it and make it cinematic like it was in Remake, or will they not make it cinematic? Like, obviously, you don't need Whisper saving you, oh god, uh, from the collapsing expressway. You don't need this kind of stuff, the big motorball at the end. Um, but yeah, like, it depends on how they approach G-Bike. Because they already have the mechanics. It's already there. So I, I, have, a, I have a good feeling that that's going to be fine. I, that's going to be really fleshed out in a good game. Um, and then after that, uh, we go back. We, I think darts will return because we're taking the same vibe from the original Final Fantasy uh, 7. And you have pretty much all of the story games that you played in the original Final Fantasy 7 ended up at the Gold Saucer. Pretty much all of them, the mini games, like the, the uh, snowboarding, G-bike, they all, and even the torpedo uh, submarine thing. They all kind of come back as like, hey, you can return to play these mini games. Um, they might update the darts to be the basketball because there there was a basketball. Mm -hmm. hoop I mean, I say keep it. I say keep the darts and the uh, basketball, and that's a really good point. Why not both? Yeah, why not both? If you already have the darts ready to go, and you can't go back to seventh heaven. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> but no, that's an excellent point, man. Um, excellent point, and I actually have that in my notes because I I quoted him. Uh, let's see, in an interview. Where you at? Where you at? Um, Hamaguchi says uh, to Game Informer, quote, Well, we had prepared a basketball hoop on the way to Jesse's parents' home in Sector 7, but I decided it would not be very fitting uh, at all to have a minigame where you hear the sounds of a basketball echoing through the quiet hours of the night. Um, end quote. So, that was already planned. That's a really good point. The basketball game, I think, is... It's, it probably might already be programmed if they already had it, like maybe at least a, a template of how they were going to do it. What makes me think when I when I uh, when I read that quote, I know that in, at, by Jesse's house was actually a full-on basketball court. Um, so it makes me think, okay, will you be able to dribble the ball around? Will you be able to move around the court, take shots from different angles at the hoop? Um, Will it be something like that? Will it be just like, oh, you're standing in a free throw line, just you're shooting free throws. But I think what would be really exciting is to do. God, I, I know I'm I'm getting kind of greedy. I'm like my like my boy Boz over here. Um, but like, but like, do both. All the games. Do both. Yeah, like do both. Like have the 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 basketball hoop, um, and where where you can where you can shoot from any anywhere. Uh, where you can dribble the ball around, maybe even a 2v2, 3v3 would be fun. Like, dude, can you imagine playing with your party? Like, Baron and <laughs> Tifa and Aerith are out there playing with, like, basketball? That'd be so fun. And we have a moment to have, like, some good character bonding moments to be able to play these mini games with your party that you're bringing along. Rather than just Cloud playing by himself, you go to an arcade, you go to an amusement park, it's usually with friends. And I think that would be a really cool thing to do. To be able to just set up a 2v2, man, I'm going to do a 2v2 uh, Cloud and uh, Barrett versus Sid and Vincent. You know what I mean? Like in a, in a basketball game. You know, that would be really fun. I hope someone someone from Square Enix is taking notes. Cause, <laughs> I mean, I'm sure they're already past this stage, but... Yeah. 
I hope so, because that sounds awesome. I think the Gold Saucer is the perfect place to to see character development, see the characters interact, and 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 like that's more than just the mini games themselves, because mini games are fun. But like seeing these characters play the mini games together, mm -hmm. like you just mentioned, I hadn't even thought of that. But that would be right, great. The dude, um, be great. Yeah, like it's just that. I don't. I don't want to say. I don't want to say this because I haven't beaten the game yet. So. Don't anybody spoil this game for me. I'm gonna be real mad. I will ban you for life. Uh, but <laughs> but, but uh, I haven't played like I haven't beat God of War Ragnarok yet. But like the character interactions in in God of War Ragnarok are just next level, man. Just got this yesterday. Yeah, man. You are going I to. Even have... play... I haven't played it yet, and I'm here with you, Daniel. So that's that's how much how excited I am. Oh my god. <laughs> he hasn't even opened his even PS5. My PS5. Oh my god. Okay. Whoa. So. This is insane, man. Okay, I feel like we need to wrap it up so you can get to play in PS5. Like, <laughs> but uh, like, good. like, dude, like, whenever there's like little character moments, it's so cool, man. Like, I love hearing the characters talk to each other. So that's something I would love to see Rebirth do, where they, and this is a great opportunity to ha let them have fun together, which will really bring out their personalities. Um, but yeah, so like. Even if that's not the case, even if we don't get a full-on basketball game, we don't need like NBA 2K level ball control. Like we don't need none. Of, like, we're like, let's do NBA Jam or something. Like, like just like, yeah, let me do some magic. Let me throw an arrow and go up there and freaking slam. Uh, but <laughs> so we don't the need the entirety that. of Madden football in there. Yeah, <laughs> the entire game. <laughs> we're playing football together now uh but that would be that's a that's a cool game like imagine if you could do like throw the football through a uh, like you know like i'm thinking carnival games where you throw it through a hoop but yeah uh so if we don't get that um let's go back to super dunk which was the original final fantasy 7 mini game super dunk let's make it let's make it feel like a uh, arcade experience like have the rim the hoop like move back and forth and like you have to like adjust your 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 shot according to where the ball is or the hoop is um and it's basically just super dunk from the original game uh but you know feels more like an arcade experience and that could be just simply game. like it was in the original game hold down the circle button release when you when you think you have enough power uh, that it's a very simple mini game so I think they can put that in there. The basketball game, on the other hand, I want it to stay simple. Give me like NBA Jam controls where I can just, all you have to do is like, it's like two buttons, shoot, block, and you know, that's it. Um, so they could do that, that'd be fun. And then we go on to, uh, I think I mentioned this earlier, but the snowboarding. The snowboarding is, dude, give me SSX Tricky. Give me that like, I wanna be a, like have a, a full on I say SSX, but like maybe people would be more familiar with like Tony Hawk. Like, give me like something where I can build combos, chain together combos, and get a high score. That'd be fun. Want the entire PlayStation One catalog in this game? <laughs> <laughs> want Tony Hawk? I want NBA Jam. I want it all. Yeah, I want it all. Just put it all in the gold saucer, man. They really do have something. They they have an opportunity here to make this a special thing. But like I said, nothing I feel I feel like nothing I've said so far is out of the realm of maybe the 2v2, 3v3 thing, probably not gonna happen. But I don't think the the, the slip, super dunk with the moving basketball hoop is a is a problem. I think that's actually what's gonna be. Um, and then the the G bike is something that's already built. You just have to kind of 
tweak it and make it look you know for the for the arcade experience and uh i mean for mog house yeah i i thought it'd be cool to do a little homage to like the top-down rpg style turn-based combat um wonder catcher i don't believe needs to be in i don't know it's just a completely random game it's like i think it's like the the claw game that goes down um I remember that one yeah i mean I cause you don't you, <laughs> you don't get anything good out of it you just it's just it's really random completely random um torpedo attack is going to be i think that's good because it's going to be part of the main game like unless if they no you wouldn't you wouldn't have gotten to that yet if well, it maybe. Is, if it ends where i say it ends you don't get it uh you don't get the torpedo game changing things around so we yeah, don't know we don't know maybe it's uh you gotta have that. a reason to go back to the gold saucer in the third part like we'll add more mini games like the gold saucer has renovated maybe there's an area of the gold saucer under renovation and it's like that's where my torpedo game is going to be but for now you get your super dunk you get your g bike you get your uh maybe your ps1 style mini game you get your darts um that's what they they did in the og didn't they you can't the the submarine game's broken when you first go there out of order it's it's already been one. done. It's already been done. I think the snowboard one there's there it's it's playable but there's people on it. You, there, you, there's, You're there's, right. You know. Okay. Yeah. You're right. Okay. Oh. So, <laughs> so you're right. But the, that if that's the case then we're missing two really important games. We're missing the snowboard and then we're missing two torpedo attack. But hey hey, you got to have something to be excited about for part 3 and we'll we'll allow those those games to be played in uh in part three or i don't know it's dlc because i have a suggestion for you king valvados i have a suggestion for you i mean we didn't talk about arm wrestler but i feel like i do have a an idea for arm wrestling. boxing one that boxing one's pretty sweet now boz says that it, it wants a full-on street fighter experience <laughs> um i have something that can flow right into that i have something that could flow right into that so we're talking, um, let's go with the arm wrestler. Let me get to get out, get that out of the way real quick. Uh, I think we can use haptic, or not haptic feedback, but uh, we can use the adaptive triggers that you're going to experience soon. Uh, <laughs> as soon as, as soon as this interview, this, this podcast is over, you can play your PlayStation. <laughs> um, but like on the PlayStation controller, they can tighten the triggers, right? Perfect for arm wrestling. Like, so as you're, as I use an Xbox controller to showcase a PS5 uh, <laughs> uh, thing, but but like the, the trigger will get tougher. So as you push down on it, you can maybe like I'm I'm imagining there's a bar and you have to keep it centered with wherever. Like as the arm is going back and forth, you have to keep it center and you have to like pull too tight, not too not too you know not too far, not too. Uh, less you know at least whatever i don't know what i'm saying right now but i'm just paying attention to my controller but you guys get it right so you have to kind of keep it steady and then you're battling them and then you just ugh, you bring them down you know what i mean that's it that's arm wrestling all done on the r trigger uh <laughs> but that's all i got that's all i got uh it's better than just rapidly tapping o you know okay. yeah now when it comes to the fighting game um yeah er guys you know what I mean? Like, this is a Squaresoft fighting game. Let's bring it kind of back to that. Or give me, like, a, a very bare-bones fighting game. Like, a, it doesn't have to be a full-fledged game. Like, mini games don't need to be fully-fledged, like, video games. 
but a fighting game would be fun to like kind of have uh you know your character versus another it's a it's a side a 2d fighter you know and yeah that would be fun now what flows perfectly into that is my idea that i've been talking about for a very long time and you might even know it's coming but i can't help it i gotta talk it we can't talk gold saucer without talking about it multiplayer oh now this is something that i would be understanding if they don't have torpedo and they don't have s snowboarding but they include a multiplayer aspect if we're talking online multiplayer mario party style mini games like where they're not fully fledged games they're just fun little party games talk about going to an amusement park with your friends we're talking like i mean final fantasy 14 does this right but now you've turned like square enix would have turned the uh final fantasy 7 rebirth into partially a live service game and i know that, th that if square is listening right now they're like "Ooh, they're like oh wait a second money you know what I'm saying? Because now you can buy customization for your for your gold saucer attendee. Not cloud, not a, like not your main party, but you create a, a gold saucer attendee, and now you have a multiplayer hub that you can go literally just hang out at the gold saucer after you beat Rebirth. Long after you beat Rebirth, you're going back and you're playing the gold saucer, and you're back there. You're having fun with your real life friends, right? You're playing online. You're playing the Street Fighter-esque fighting game together. You're going, you're like, but, you know, skipping down, you know, you're skipping down the, uh, the Wonder Square together. You know, maybe you can even ride the gondola together with your friends. And you just, you're just having a good time, man. You're playing the fighting game together. You're doing, you're doing the 2v2 basketball now. You're, you're playing each other 1v1 at the basketball game. You got, you got the G-Bike, maybe two people on the bikes going around and now you have you're, you're just buddying up you got uh maybe maybe even throw in that triple triad that they were like you know like would like to throw in some old final fantasy games um bring in the triple triad why not do it you know uh, maybe it's maybe it's a uh, double triad or no i'm sorry <laughs> the double the, the double duo i don't know i don't know what to call it because you get like tetra yeah, Tetra Master. Maybe it's the Double Master. You know what I mean? We gotta go down a notch. But anyway, bring in a card game. Bring in a card game that you can play with your friends. Um, but I think multiplayer... This is just too good not to be a thing, right? Um, and... It sounds amazing. I think it's a pipe dream. <laughs> I don't think they'll do it. But I wish they would, because it does sound really fun. And if, think, they're, if they're going to do that, they might as well just have multiplayer combat the whole game, too. Oh, and that's a... I mean, dude, we're talking the battle arena. I've already thought this through, King Valvados. I've thought it through, man. We're talking battle arena, where you can do cooperative multiplayer. I choose Cloud. You got Barrett. We got another friend that's coming in as Red 13. And we're taking down super bosses together. Think about the strategy involved. Think about the strategy involved. You have to be communicating with your party at all times. You'll have to be like, hey, I got I need somebody to cast cure. I don't have that equipped. Where's my cure? Like, you need to do that on your next um on your next ATB bar. Like, don't don't use your other attack. Let's do this. Think about the strategy of taking down a boss in Final Fantasy VII Remake, a rebirth. As a you down Triceratank, 
taking down the Tricera tank? As a group, that is just incredible to me that it needs to be done. Because you don't even have to change, you don't have to change anything. Everybody's individually controlling a party member. They have to individually worry about their ATB bar. And you need to be able to communicate what you have equipped and like go in there and 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 fight these super bosses. God dang it. I'm putting this as a separate video so that way more eyes can get on it. Yes. Who's the director for uh who's the director for Rebirth now? Nomura passed it to who? Hamaguchi. Hamaguchi. Okay, so yeah. you had Sakaguchi on here. Get Hamaguchi on here. Yeah, come on, man. Let him know. <laughs> <laughs> I have faith in you. You can pull that kind of. I can. I. I'll, I will try. I will try. Yeah. If I get to go to E3, I will search for him. <laughs> if he's there, I don't know. Uh, but but yeah. So that's what I'm saying, man. That that would be that would be incredible. One thing that we haven't talked about. There's actually I think two things. Yep. I see you subtext. I'll get to that in a second. Um, so another thing we haven't talked about was Fort Condor from Intermission. What an incredible like board game RTS that was! Like, really played fun. it yet? That's right. PS Five underneath. That's the right. Desk. You, you haven't played. He's like, yeah, I haven't played it. I'm still talking to you, but all right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, I'm excited. I, I'm. I remember being worried about it because I'm like, does this mean there's no Fort Condor, like a real oh, Fort Condor? I think it's a preview to the real Fort Condor. Yeah. I but I think I don't know, man. Maybe, but it's really well done. I really like it. It was made into like this board game style in the in the world of intermission. It's not spoilers or anything. It's just a really in that world in Midgar. It's a very popular board game, which makes me think, let's have a game room set up and at the Gold Saucer where we can bring in Triple Triad, where we can play Fort Condor at tables, right? Like where you could you sit down at a table and you challenge everybody to it gets progressively harder. You know, reminds me. When I was going through the gold saucer, I ran into Johnny, the OG, right? Mm -hmm. We could have that kind of situation in Rebirth, too. We yeah. could have Johnny. We could have, I don't know if Jesse's still alive. I think she's dead, but oh, maybe. Oh, yeah, Who we knows? haven't talked about that yet. Yeah. We could have, you know, Biggs or Wedge or, or even Roche or whatever. Mm -hmm. at the gold saucer, you, yeah. the uh, Fort Condor reminded me because that you challenge all those people, right? Yeah. Yeah. But a similar I thing in gold saucer. Yep, uh, the, exactly. And they can be at the Johnny will be the uh, you know the novice uh, battle. You just go in there. <laughs> you go. This is your tutorial fight against Johnny. <laughs> Not tutorial because you've already probably played it in intermission. But like this will be your beginner level, and you move on to the next table, and you and you kind of get progressively difficult, more difficult. <clears throat> Multiplayer, you can play against each other. What? You know, what I mean? <laughs> dude. Can you imagine what you will imagine once you play it? The the board game style RTS versus mode. <sighs> Come on, Square. I'm making this a separate video. Like I gotta put like I gotta make it separate from the what we talked about story, and then I'm gonna separate it into mini games. Uh, but uh, <laughs> actually, no. Wait, I'm streaming live on YouTube right now, so it's all one. But man, for all those sticking around, you guys, guys are getting gold. You know. Um, so, anyways, man. We go back to uh, subtext who talked about the roller coaster. We didn't talk about roller coaster. Yeah. The speed thing? Where you like shoot lasers? Yeah. I actually didn't do that on my last playthrough this week because I couldn't get enough GP. I didn't have time. Yeah. The GP. Because I hope they could do away with that, by the way. Or, or make it a little easier to get GP. Mm -hmm. 
No. It's, it's a pain in the OG. I'm going anyway. to I'm going to beat this dead horse. All right. I'm going to just I'm just going to freaking mud hole stomp it into the ground right now, King Valvados. Let me tell you about GP and how they can handle that in a live service game where you can buy a season pass, just like in the game, where you can buy a single pass or a lifetime pass. Imagine thirty thousand for the, for thirty thousand gil, but. Let's talk about it. Maybe, maybe they give you a like a like you know live service season pass. Hey, here's your season of content for the gold saucer. You're gonna get like cool little outfits to wear and everything. Do not, the Square Enix. I hope you're listening because I know your like ears are percolating and you're like, oh, I love this idea, right? This is good stuff. But do not try and sell, like, outside of the pass. Don't be greedy. Like you, we've already spent sixty, seventy dollars on the game. You can give us a season pass right give us a season pass where we get cool content through a season or the lifetime pass where we get all future content passes for the gold saucer for rebirth um but anyways don't sell us a 30 dollar outfit i don't want i want to see that i don't want to see it um but yeah but that's that was my idea about gp would would literally be the uh you know the, the money that you like the game in-game purchases that you that you earn like in-game currency uh that you can buy uh separate from the past with in-game currency not with real money you can use your gp to buy other things cool things from those little machines i don't know in the in the original game you buy items and and even omni slash at one point with the gp but yeah. uh but yeah i mean like, i just hope it's more fun to get the gp like yeah right now it's like a, it's like grinding yeah, it was, it was, like if we had these mini games that we were talking about, King Valvados, if we got these mini games that we're talking about, especially multiplayer, GP is going to be a super fun to earn. You know, especially like if the basketball game is actually, you know, I wouldn't say actually fun to play because I actually went to Super Dunk. That's how I got all my GP anyway. Like every time I would go get GP, I'm always doing Super Dunk. Um, but yeah, like. That would be fun. Like a basketball game is it was a three point challenge where you're going around the, the, the hoop. That would be fun to do. Um, I used to do those all the time in like those old school NBA games, like the, the three point challenges. Um, yeah. And then you maybe if it's not a multiplayer component, maybe you can still have your friends list high scores. Like you can see. That'd be cool. Yeah. Like you can like I know the dark game had cloud high score, but then it was just everybody in seventh heaven. But it would be cool if those names were replaced with your friends, like your 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 friends' uh, PlayStation IDs and stuff. Um, really cool. Yeah. So if we can't do full-on multiplayer, at least give us a scoreboard to compete against our friends through that. Um, but yeah, I mean, like that that makes GP fun to earn, so that addresses that concern, hopefully. But yeah, that was just me saying I haven't, I don't even remember the the speed roller coaster thing, so. Yeah. So you played it recently. The um so the roller coaster thing, I really do feel like they can kind of share. Like it's Unreal Engine. So let's go let's go share uh assets and share uh, uh code with Kingdom Hearts Gummy Ship. It's kind of take that in there and you get that like rail shooter experience um and but just put it on rails rather than rather than uh what you're able to fly your gummy ship. But it, like something like that, where it's a rail shooter, like that's what the game is in the original. It's just a rail shooter, which is hopefully. I mean, I'm not a game designer, but I, I think they could probably make that happen. You know, like 
just put a rail shooter the hard part is is developing the gold saucer fully realized right like once you have that why not show it off with a freaking roller coaster ride you know like through like and just there's this freaking amazing gold saucer as you're just riding on a roller coaster shooting um you know shooting like a rail shooter type thing i hope that the ps5 the upgrade from the ps4 i'm not a big don't really know much about hardware and stuff Hmm. i hope it's significant enough to be able to cram all this awesome stuff into this game because i i'm i'm having a hard time believing that we can get all the stuff i want to be in there in there yeah gold saucer you've got you if know, there was Junin. okay yeah yeah Ju- okay okay so you're talking about like all these places mm-hmm. yeah, yeah i mean if okay so would you where do you think the game where do you hope the game would end oh, goodness where i think and where i hope it might be two where would things. you hope where would you hope it would end there's if only you... three right there's three parts yes there so... is only three parts that's confirmed honestly it a few different places there's Nibelheim there's there's the city of the ancients um I, I prefer that they do whatever it they have to do to make sure they make this game as good as it can be you know and what right. I mean by that is like I want rebirth and revenge or whatever the third one's going to be uh <laughs> right. um yeah, to be, like... uh want them to get Seth. the <laughs> I want them to get the remake treatment because uh-huh. the Midgar almost to a bad degree they had to fluff it a little right because they had mm. to fill 40 hours with just Midgar mm. but they really expanded that and made it awesome in yeah. a lot of ways Yeah. aside from some of the fluff that I didn't much care for but the way they went into Avalanche and Jesse and, and Biggs and Wedge and, and just and Wall Market and how they expanded it and made it so much cooler I want the rest of the game to have that same treatment. But the, the problem is, is that they had to do that to Midgar to yeah. fill out the game. Mm-hmm. Now we have too much stuff. <laughs> There's not much room. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, I'm a little spoiled by what they did to Midgar now. And I'm hoping that they have enough room to the other places as cool as they made Midgar. Mm-hmm. I'm like worried because I don't know how, I don't know how much hardware can handle it. The, yeah um it's more of like the time development time um they say that they're moving really really far along with it i i don't doubt that the ps5 like it just it just depends on how big that 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 just creates a very big file like if they have the time to do it they could probably do it all in one game if it's like 200 hours uh the playstation 5 like hardware wise i think it's good it's uh um it's just the the time it takes to develop a game so when you get well, the good news is they already had so much of it developed. Yes, exactly. So the battle system is in place. I'm sure they're going to kind of iterate okay. upon that to give you a, a newer experience while feeling familiar. Um, but yeah, I mean, like the combat's in place, the uh, you know graphics are in place, everything's good. Now you just now you're just building assets. You're building you're building the gold saucer. You have to build uh, the cinematics and everything around this. But the core gameplay is in place. And that's why I think uh, the development time has gone a little smoother for them, they say. Uh, they said, shoot, they, they, I think they even said they're done. Or not done, but like they're already working on part three a little bit. Like, they're moving right along with this. Um, but the thing, like you're trying to, like, like what you're saying is that, man, if they're going to cram all of this 
all of these cool mini games that we're talking about my freaking multiplayer component they like somebody from square enix is like hey i love it but no come on man we're saying <laughs> we got we got bugs we got i can't i can't focus on this what are you doing um but yeah so like uh to cram all these mini games to not have the submarine to not have the snowboarding i think that will help you don't have to worry about developing a really you know uh tight sealed gameplay experience for those games because that's part three uh and you can worry about that for part three um but to give you the mini games that you've already gotten like darts maybe even throw in the squats why not um and and kind of like throw in these games that you've already developed for throw in games that are easy to to make like you know like you're basically just shooting a hoop hold down the circle button release it when you think you have enough pressure uh i think that can be done I don't think we're asking a lot here. I think Boz Taylorson, my <laughs> I love it. Hey, thank you so much for your comment. I'm not, I'm not making fun of it, but I mean, I think that's awesome to have lofty expectations for that, right? Like to, to really want a, an incredible experience at the gold saucer. It's one of the most iconic places. Um, but I don't think we're asking for too much if it ends at the forgotten capital like i'm at like i'm thinking um because if it ends at nibelheim you don't come back for a second visit to gold saucer right yeah and and but then again you only get the serious gold saucer you don't get the fun you only get the serious yeah you have to wait for part three you're like man i I, it's it's taunting me with how fun it looks and now i can't do it (laughs) um but yeah so like i do think we're ending at the forgotten capital i'm like I'm almost so set on that. I'm so confident in that. I, I will probably be wrong, but like, I'm just so confident in that. And it's just like, if it ends at the forgotten capital, I'm thinking about, man, that's a lot of content. When people say, when they, people say that they want to go to, to end where the weapons start coming out, I'm like, guys, now you're introducing a snowy place. So now the developers have to create a snowy area. They have to create the icicle end. They got to do snowboarding. They got to do the northern cave. They got to do the whirlwind maze. That's that's a whole chunk of game that you need to create. But if you keep what's, it tight, what's know, left over after that? After the weapons come out, like what? That's else is the thing, do? right? So like you, when you, if it ended at the forgotten capital, you would then begin part three at the snowy area, which right off the bat you get something new right which is kind of cool like like right off the bat you get to snow snowboard down a freaking hill um and you're you're in a wintry place you're uh i mean that that's fun um and it's completely a a fresh new look on the game for part three whereas part two has a red look like a really dark part three can have like this you know more a different color palette because now you have a snowy area you have icicle in you have the um uh the i can't think of the the name gaia's cliff you have gaia's cliff like those like where you have to like warm up um so i mean like you really start off in a big snowy area which is like a a shock in the terms of color palette for part three uh but then again but after that you're literally exploring everything you've already explored right or maybe you're going to Modeaheim, you're going to Benora, like these places you didn't get to visit. Uh, you're going to Middeal, that's going to be new. Uh, so so Middeal would be a new area, Benora would be new, Modeaheim. Um, and those are your new areas, and then you unlock the high wind. 
and now you can fly to everywhere you've been. You can go, you're going back to all the places that are already built. They've already gotten the game complete. Like we can, we can parachute into Midgar because it's already finished. We can do this. We, uh, so part three's development will hopefully go faster because we've, you've already had two continents worth of content. And if they don't include Wu Tai in part two, which I think they will, but if they don't, that's another new area for part three. Um, so I think, I think part three can still offer something new if they don't go to the Northern continent. Um, yeah. When did they do the huge materia stuff? That's all part three, right? Yes. Yeah. That, that's the, that would be the, basically the globe trotting odyssey adventure. Like part three is the globe trotting, get in the high wind, fly around the, the world and go get the huge materials from everywhere you've been before. Um, fight the weapons. Fight the weapons. God, it's the God of War three of Final Fantasy seven, where you're fighting these gigantic weapons. Um, you're getting huge material. The scale, the scope is insane. And then you go to the northern crater where everything changes, and nothing's going to be the same as the original. Uh, but, <laughs> but like, yeah, I mean, like, uh, who knows if the weapons even if that's even going to be a thing? The hunt for huge materials or whatever. But like, because. Rebirth could end with just something completely off the rails, and now it's like, hey, it's no longer what you think. I mean, they kind of already said that to everybody who's like, <laughs> they already said the unknown journey will continue, but now they could be like, hey, now it's really not going to be what you think. Um, Part three takes place entirely on the meteor. Yeah, right. <laughs> we're going to the meteor, yeah, instead of the moon. We're going on the meteor. <laughs> oh, we're going to Part three, you go to you space. Part three, you go to space. <laughs> this is like so. Like, there's a lot of new areas that you can go to. Part three, you go to space. Then you're in your in with Sid's rocket in one of the best moments of the game. Um, yeah. So, lots of cool things to be excited about. Part three, if if it does end at the Forgotten Capital, that makes part three a very big game. Um, but also at the same time, it's places that have already been developed. Like you know, like Midgar, Junin, Gold Saucer, Nibelheim. The main two continents are done. Now you just have to create Medeal and all these other little places. Um, and I think, I think they can do that. I think they can do that. Uh, but so. to like to kind of come back to like tie it back in, I think with Rebirth, if it ends at the, you know, the Forgotten Capital, if it ends with Aerith, um, I mean fantastic that like a lot of content there you have the two continents to explore on your chocobos and and I know that. so what do you think man i think we're good i think that's good yeah yeah all right so uh before we go um king valvados i would like for you to kind of give like some closing thoughts on the gold saucer and uh just anything at all i mean i feel like we've touched on everything um i guess we didn't if you want to throw this in there too i don't really have much to say because i don't really know what's going to happen we're going into theory territory if you want to take it away but we we just barely said it jesse if jesse's coming back um and we don't know whether or not maybe jesse on in a flashback jesse and in zach's universe or whatever that the heck's going on but to provide to like to provide an anchor to this to like somebody saying jesse's not coming back toriyama is quoted in an interview saying quote 
I would like to see Jesse reappear on stage at the Gold Saucer once more someday. End quote. So if Toriyama wants to see her back, I think we're going to see her. Either it's going to be a flashback of like, oh, hey, look, this is what Jesse... Maybe it's on TV at the Gold Saucer. Or maybe it's like, you know, like, hey, catch Jesse in the next play, you know, blah, blah, blah. And she's like doing something on stage. Or it's like straight up, there's Jesse right there. And you're like, I thought you were dead. And then it's like, nope. And so much happens. So... I am. I both. I'm conflicted on this. I both want to see her back and don't want to see her back. Um, I want to see her back because I actually really enjoyed her character. I know she's she's uh, divisive. I think some people hate her character and some people love her character. Mm-hmm. I happen to be one of the people that loved her character. Yeah. Um, and in fact, when I was playing remake, and you kind of have this I, because of the whispers and everything, you're like, this might happen different. Hope Jesse lives. You know that was my yeah. my thought. And then the, everything collapses, and she's the one person that seems to for sure die. And I was like, mm. I was peeved. I was irritated. It's like, <laughs> Biggs is alive, probably. Wedge, no, maybe. Wait, wait I'm always mix them up. Biggs is Charlie Sheen, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah, he's, he's Topper Harley. Yeah, yeah. That's it. He's like for sure alive. We see him open his eyes at the end. And then Wedge, <laughs> we don't really see him die. Mm. So. Yeah, he might be alive too. But the only one that seems like for sure dead is Jesse. Where I'm like, come on, that's the one that I wanted to to, to stay alive. Uh, so I want to see her because I liked her character. I don't want to see her because of what that would do to the narrative. I think mm-hmm. like like there needs to be some weight to that yeah. plate fall and and her death. You know, mm-hmm. so I'm conflicted on it. I'm conflicted on it. But as far as do I think we'll see her at the Gold Saucer? After that quote you just read me, I, said, I think maybe, yeah. yeah. I don't no. know if it's because she survived or because we're in a different timeline or like it's like if wonky. Zach visits the gold saucer or something. I don't know, you know. Like we we're not even considering Zach at this moment. Like he might go to the gold saucer looking for something. Um, and Cloud and Zach can go on a date in the gondola. <laughs> there you go. That's what... <laughs> it's possible. It's like old times. Just yeah. like old times. <laughs> Um, I mean, yeah, so I mean, really great points there. I, I agree with you about um, about that. I don't necessarily, I never really thought that I hope I hope anybody lives. Like, I, didn't, I mean, they're not that big of characters in the original game, and it wasn't that big of a deal. But I was like, like you said, like to that last, that last little part where you're like, there needs to be an, a weight to that. If Barrett finds out that all of Avalanche is alive, Mm-hmm. That takes away from that plate fall moment where he's banging on the plates and he's, you know, it's just like, oh, okay, cool. Zach's alive too? Cool. All right, everybody's good. All right, we're good. Uh, nothing. All right, cool, cool. Aerith died. Aerith She'll be back. Nope. Yeah. <laughs> Aerith be back. She's uh, she's all right. Um, but yeah, so it's like, I, I don't know. That, that is a very important thing to, to consider. I do think in some capacity we will see Jesse, like, for sure. I think she's she's going to be at the flashback or something. Yeah. yeah, and some some ca- capacity gold saucer Jesse, it's gonna happen. <laughs> um, but yeah, so man, this was this was a lot of fun, man. This was a lot of fun to talk about. Yeah. Uh, so much for having me on. Yeah, I, I don't like. I, I want to make sure we we covered everything, but I think we're good. I'm scrolling through chat. If chat, you guys have any questions, um, you know, fire away. I see I see Sing Forty Laughter saying. Um, by the way, Sing Forty Laughter is the music that you hear in the background right now throughout this entire show. 
um, some nice lo-fi radio going on. Literally goes on all day, and it's incredible. You get some Final Fantasy lo-fi all day if you're ever just working on a video, if you're ever working on work. You just want some relaxing music. Sing 4D laughter. Go check them out. Uh, it says SNES NBA Jam style. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, SNES style. Um, let's see. We don't live in a multiplayer. We don't live in a world good enough for this multiplayer dream. <laughs> says subtext. <laughs> deserve it. Phantom Myra would like to put characters against each other in a one v one combat minigame. Wow. I mean, imagine if you're if you're able to carry a, or take a buddy with you, even if it's not multiplayer, but like you're able to take your party with you. Like I'm gonna go. We're gonna go to the Wonder Square, me and Barrett, and we're gonna do. We're gonna play the fighting game and Barrett. Maybe you're not doing Cloud versus Barrett. Your Cloud is playing Barrett in a video game that's using other arcade characters. But you're playing together, and maybe John Bentley's over there cracking jokes about like how he's going to destroy you in the game. Like it, it would just be fun to have that character interaction. So, but he, uh, Phantom Myers says similar to Dissidia. So, uh, Phantom Myers talking about more of like a Cloud versus Barrett type thing rather than playing a game together. Uh, this is the first time scoring. I'd have some Cloud versus Aerith. Uh, cloud, cloud versus Aerith? Yeah, let's go. <laughs> oh, man. Man, speaking of... A little dark. I don't think they're going to go there, maybe. Speaking of know. that moment, dude. Oh, can you imagine when, when you're like fighting the urge to... Oh, so good. I can't wait to talk about the Forgotten Capital. That's going to be a good one. Uh, all right, Subtext says, Any thoughts on how they'll uh, do all of the wild settings for each of these squares gold saucer is so over the top that even the final fantasy 14 gold saucer doesn't feel like final fantasy 7 one yeah i agree uh the final fantasy 14 gold saucer to me was almost too big like it was almost too expansive like you had to run like a mile to get to the next mini game i think it needs to be tighter it needs to be uh you know i want to go to the battle square from the wonder square i just want to go to my hub jump in go um, so I want it to be kind of close quarters like an arcade uh, when you get to the minigames area and then go to the battle square and you want, you see that building sitting up on the top of the stairs. Oh, that's going to be cool too. Uh, so you just run up some some stairs to get to it. Uh, Chocobo racing the same thing. Um, yeah, so like how are they going to do all the wild settings for each of the squares? Like I, I guess you mean by like it's so many different I don't want to say biomes. Um like so many different like atmospheres. I don't. I don't know. You know, what I'm trying to say though. But like, you have a haunted house. You have you have a uh, a chocobo racing like big shiny building with with neon lights on it. You have a castle uh, for the battle square. Uh, you have uh, I don't know, man. A lot of stuff. A lot of stuff. So it's a good good question. Um, hot biomes. Yeah, that's, I, I couldn't think of anything else. Uh, but yeah, so there, there's a lot of different like things they'd have to make, like assets. But I imagine the haunted house, they would take assets from Nibelheim, uh, the, the Shinra um, manor. And then like, I don't know where they grab castle stuff. They'd have to create their own castle stuff. Last question. And th yeah, this will be the last question for the day. Uh, last question. Will the Chocobo races have different tracks for the different classes? Go ahead. Uh, that, that one's for you, man. What do you think? Do you think uh, Chocobo races will have different tracks for different classes? So, like, 
I think in the original I hope game. So. Yeah, like I think in the original game they like expanded on it like like you had a smaller course and then you had the bigger course, right? But they're the same course, you just take a different route. I think this goes back to my main concern. Is like, can they fit all this? <laughs> yeah. Um, do they have time? Uh, but yeah, absolutely. I think they should. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, like, be awesome to get keep it fresh, right? Mm -hmm. To have new new environments every time you race, because it can get a little dull racing over and over again, trying to get the Kokobo to win. Yeah. Environments to be pretty sweet. That would be pretty cool. I agree, man. And like, maybe even like have it. Uh, I don't know if they want to do that, but I'm just like, if you have a, if you have the assets, do it. Like, like make the go, make a track in every square. <laughs> like, like have it, have the track go through. You have the haunted, uh, the haunted hotel track now. Um, I do believe that in, to keep it, to keep it realistic, I, I would say that it is probably one big track with multiple paths, and then they close off different paths for for different classes as you level up your chokebo. And then also maybe even like a more aggressive AI, like as you're as you're leveling up too. So that makes the races different. Maybe have some shortcuts in there that that wasn't in the original, like make it Mario Kart style shortcuts. Maybe I'm sorry, I'm talking square obstacles. Yeah. Chocobo GP, uh, like some obstacles. Yeah, yeah, that that, that would be a lot of fun. Um, all right, though. So there you have it, everyone. Um, we're going to close out the show now. Thank you so much for watching the uh, Gold Saucer and Rebirth discussion video. I want to say a big thank you to King Valvados for being here. Uh, thank you so much for coming on the show, man. Like, And thank you so much for for being so supportive of Final Fan TV like, throughout the years that we've been doing this. I love seeing your, your comments. They're, they're full of great ideas, uh, great passion for Final Fantasy VII. It's, it's always a joy to read them, man. And super, I would say even, like, I would say they're very educated. Like, um, you know what you're talking about, man. And it's it's been a pleasure to have you on the show to talk to you. Well, thank you. That means a lot coming from the warrior of hype himself. It's been real fun to, to join. And I think this was super cool of you to do. So I appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you, man. Awesome. It's been it's been a great time. Uh, thanks you to everybody watching. If you are just joining in or caught the end of it, it's on. Obviously, you know, you can watch the video on demand right here on YouTube. If you're on YouTube, if you're on Twitch, it'll be on YouTube. <laughs> YouTube.com slash Final Fan TV. Uh, you might want to subscribe there because who knows what's going to happen to Twitter. And we're going to have, uh, we'll be we'll be updating that. Uh, like I, I do an update once a week to let you know what video is coming up uh, and what I'm working on. I like to keep you guys up to date. I was super sick these, these the past two weeks um, and wasn't able to even talk. Uh, so I've been falling behind. I have a bunch of scripts I wanted to write. I, dude, I wrote out a big script. Of course they would do interviews for Final Fantasy 16 when I couldn't talk. I had a script for a 16. <laughs> I recorded it after feeling better. Did the recording. Went to go edit it. I'm in the middle of editing. I think I, 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 I like an hour of editing together a video. And I listened back to it. Have you ever done this, anybody, content creators? Have you ever just listened back to what you were talking about and going like, Nobody cares to yourself, <laughs> to, to yourself. It's like, dude, stop. Nobody cares. This is old news. And then I'm like, well, I'm just going to scrap the whole video. Why, why post this? Oh man, it's all good. <laughs> all right, everybody take care. Have a great night.